Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Having a Mom Moment podcast. I am your host, Shannon Warner. This podcast is all about taking a few moments for yourself and reconnecting to the amazing woman behind the title of mom. You have so many plates spinning at any given time between your kids, your partner, your job, maintaining a household, etc., etc. But where does taking time just for you play into that? Let's spend some time together, you and me, right now. We're rebranding a mom moment to those sacred moments you take to fill your cup first. Let's connect, tune in, and tap into what makes us the incredible women that we are. We'll nurture ourselves first so we can be our best selves for those we pour into on a daily basis. We'll also bask in the beautiful wisdom of other moms to learn about the ways in which they've tapped into alignment in their own motherhood journeys. Come on, mama. It's your time. We're having a mom moment. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to this week's episode of the Having a Mom Moment podcast. I am your host, Shannon Warner, and I am so excited that you decided to hang out with me here today. Before we jump into the episode, I wanted to make sure you were aware that I have rolled out a new offer for you. It is a printable affirmation deck. It contains 52 affirmations, one for each week, or, you know, you can use them more regularly if you want. If you've been following me over on my socials, you've seen that I usually post a weekly affirmation for mamas. So now I've combined those and added a whole bunch more into a resource that you can print and create your own decks. You've got tangible reminders of just how amazing you are. So that link is available in my show notes. It's only $7 and I hope you love it. This week's guest is Deanna Van Prez. She is a newborn specialist based in the Buffalo, New York area. And this episode is absolutely a must listen. If you are pregnant, planning to become pregnant, even if you already have had a baby and think you know all the things, this is an excellent episode for you. So without further ado, here's Deanna. Hi, Deanna. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Shannon. Great to be here. I love to have my guests start by sharing their own motherhood journey. So would you mind sharing a little bit about yours? Absolutely. Um, well, I am I am an empty nester, so this was a long time ago. But um, yes, I had my I had my two beautiful children back in the 90s. <laughs> um I would say, I tell it this way, because this, this came from my daughter, actually. Um, you know how you're uh, making pancakes and your first pancake comes out like lumpy mess and kind of ugly and, and, and it's, just a, it's just a mess. Yes. And then your next pancake is like, oh, golden and fluffy and beautiful. And <laughs> so that's how my daughter describes the, our kid's childhood. Oh, my she's, gosh. She's the second pancake. Oh, <laughs> Like, is she calling herself the first pancake? No, 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 no. She, she knows the difference. Mm. Um, but uh, so, so that comes up a lot when my son has troubles and he's, you know, the first pancake. Oh, he's the first pancake. But um, it, it has, uh, it's been great for me to hear that from them because I, I look at, I look back and, um, you know, the first one was rough. It was rough. Mm. I was very used to babies. I was very comfortable with babies my whole life. Came from a big family, always around kids. Babysat at a very young age. Totally comfortable with babies. But when it's your own, that is a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> that cannot be explained until you experience it. Right. Um, 
but you know, I had, I, I came from, it was, it was a traumatic delivery. <clears throat> it was really rough breastfeeding, epic fail. You know, I had everything in the book that you could have with, with problems with breastfeeding. So I had to end that earlier than I wanted to. That was difficult. Um, struggled with depression and anxiety and panic attacks and just everything that, that could come down on me did. And, you know, the babies just, they're just babies. They, they eat, yeah. they sleep, they poop, they, they do their thing. Right. Yeah. But as they're growing, it just, I think, you know, their well being is really impacted by their mamas and mm -hmm. their, their caregivers, their, their daddies who, you know, their environment. And, um, so it was such a struggle to be present for him be everything he needed to be me to be. And, um, I, I, I'm shaky just talking about it now. Cause I get go, I go right back to that time period. And I, it was, it was like walking through a fog and, and, and pushing against these in, invisible walls that were in my way. I just wanted to be everything I, I needed to be for him. Mm-hmm. And I just completely lost myself, you know, mm. it, was, it was rough. And then it took me a full six years to recover from that, <laughs> crying a lot, saying, I know I want another baby. I can't, I just, in my heart, you know, I have another baby. I, I have to do this again. And um, so it was scary. It was scary from the point of view of the, you know, the, the labor and delivery and everything I went through there. But but also, you know, is there anything left in me to, to, oh. to give this another yeah. child? Well, I still have this, you know, beautiful six-year-old. So, um, so I did <laughs> have another baby and, um, I, I didn't have my anxiety under control by any means yet, but, um, but the whole feel of it was so different. It was like, instead of fighting the tide, I was riding the tide. And yes. that made all the difference in the world. I wasn't trying to time everything out so that I could get that extra five minutes of sleep, you know, that never works. You know, it was just, you know, whatever. Oh, great. Today's going to be a day where we get a little extra sleep. Um, oh, tonight's not going to be one of those nights. I'm going to be up all night because she's teething, or, you know, and it's just like, that's the way it's going to be. So um, it was definitely easier to ride the wave. <laughs> Yeah. And um yeah, we you know, we got through it and I have two beautiful adult professionals who are in, you know, off and launched and and healthy and well and um and I've, you know, been able to come back to myself now after all these years that I'm an empty nester. Now is when I'm reconnecting with myself, which um mm. I think is it would be a little bit better if that happened earlier. <laughs> That's yeah. you know, part of how I got into doing what I do. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I love when women come on and share that they had struggles, not that I love that they have struggles, but because I think the more we talk about it and normalize it, it starts to break down that stigma. And, you know, as a new mom, you come into it thinking I'm prepared even, you know, to whatever level that feels mm -hmm. like for you. 
And then your world just gets rocked. It doesn't matter what you do. Your world in some capacity, whether it's the birth not going as you planned or the breastfeeding journey not going as you planned or it's something else, colicky baby, or like you said, the things that you went through um, postpartum, depression, anxiety, whatever it is that comes up for you. And then you're sitting there left thinking like, what am I doing wrong? Like clearly this is a me problem. Like what am I doing wrong? And it's like, we don't prepare our mamas enough. And of course, of course you're left to think it's a you problem. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I appreciate your vulnerability and I know, you know, our listeners can't see you, but I can, I could see it on you all these years later, you're still talking about it and it still brings up this emotion for you. And it's like, oh, you know, how can we change this for, for new moms and for women going forward? Yeah, and I, and I think that's that's exactly why I ended up where I am right now because um, when my second pancake went off to college, <laughs> uh, she literally said, "This girl raised herself." I'm telling you, <laughs> she she raised herself. She uh, she said, "Mom, I'm not your purpose anymore." <laughs> oh my gosh! She said, "You need to find a new purpose." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Isn't she sweet? Um, and I said, yeah, you know, you're right. I, I, my, my life is not as much taken up now with my kids. And, um, so she said, you need to, you know, you need to do your, do your dream job. This is the time you can do your dream job. I'm like, thank you for telling me that. Um, cause she's, she was right. And I had the opportunity. I was able to do that. So, um, I said to her, well, what do you think my dream job is? And she said, well, flipping houses, right? I said, okay, I'm watching too much HGTV. Oh. <laughs> yes. Because I'm always watching. I'm like, oh, I would love to do that. I would love yeah. to do that. Uh, I said, no, no, I don't think so. But um, I said, you know, I, I want to work with babies. I want to be, I immediately said, I want to be a postpartum doula. Mm. Um, and I want to work with babies and, and their new moms. But what I'm mostly babies, honestly, because I have, I have a heart for the babies. I, I would love to take care of the babies. And I know that um, having someone capable there to take charge is, is helpful to the mamas. Um, so I, I leaned more into the newborn care specialist aspect of it. Um, and the, and the difference is, you know, more like newborn care education. Um, I I'll tell you my first, my first few clients, they were second time moms Mm. and that was perfect for me because they knew exactly what they needed from me. Yes. <laughs> they did not want me to come over and, and draw a bath and make them, you know, coffee and uh, an oatmeal. They wanted me to come at nine o'clock at night and stay overnight <laughs> so that they could sleep. Yes. And I would, you know, have the baby and they would be rested and they would be present during the day. And, and, um, I just thought, you know, that was it for me. Like those, those sleepless nights that it, sheer exhaustion yeah it, it just throws you into like I don't know a time in and in a time warp or something <laughs> like yes. you're you just you don't know where you are or what you're just tr- getting through you don't know if it's day or night or what day of the right. week and um I thought yeah they they got it right that's what I would have needed is the is the overnight sleep just sleep yeah <laughs> and they were like yeah it's you know and after I got 
to doing it, they were like, yeah, this, you know, they had never had it before, but they, they, you know, had it this time and it was a game changer. You know, I'm so present with my baby. I could wake up, I'm refreshed and I could take on the day. And I spend so much more quality time with the baby mm. instead of this, you know, where you're just in a fog and you don't even know if you're holding the, I mean, I remember those days when I'd be hearing the baby cry and I'm looking at him and he's not crying. I can hear yes. him cry. Like you're just, your brain is just so crazy. Oh my gosh. It's insane. Yeah. Um, and I'm, and I'm a very like, like sane person, like, you know, <laughs> yes, I'm kind of smart and I, you know, I have a degree and i like, so you're, you're in this, like, where did my brain go? Just fell right out. Yes. Uh, so anyway, so that, that was a great start. And then I, as soon as I had those two clients, I thought, oh, this is it. I'm going to be an, I'm going to be a nighttime nanny. You know, this is my thing. I love it. And I've been doing that for five years now, um, locally, of course. But um, now, I mean, I'm kind of like, there's only so much of me that I have, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's only so many hours in the day. I, I do still have a husband and, and a business right. and a dog and, you know, and I and I do still have kids. So um, I kind of have been looking towards, you know, and and let's be honest, it, not everyone can afford a, a person to come into their home and stay overnight, right? right. I mean, right. It's, it's a costly thing. My time is valuable. I, of course. I and I think, you know, the dozens and dozens and dozens of mamas um, for every mama that I'm working for, all those mamas who can't afford this type of support, right. you know, what can I do for them? And I, and I found that, um, of course, besides taking care of the baby, a lot of times it's a, a first time mom and first time dad. And they have a lot of questions. So I come in, you know, and before we head to bed, they, you know, ask me all the questions and we kind of go through things. Um, another thing I do is stay as I'll come right when they come home from the hospital, I'll come home and with them and stay for like 48 hours, mm. move in. Yes. <laughs> um, a lot of them, you know, they don't have, uh, either the grandparents are not there they're not local or they're not, they're just, sometimes they're there and they say right to me, you know, I haven't had a kid in 35 years. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, they're, right. they're not comfortable. Or on the other end, the, they're giving a lot of advice that is not good yes. advice. Yes. <laughs> and the kids like just don't want it, you know. Yeah. So there's, there's those variations, but um, you know, I'll I'll come in and help them, you know, realize this is normal, this is normal, you know, as it's happening. Because yeah. you know, cl classes, I mean, take the classes, absolutely take the breastfeeding classes, take the childbirth education classes take the newborn care classes, but you cannot keep all that in your head uh, until the time comes that you need it. You know, no. you're in it and you've just experienced this, you know, childbirth, my gosh, life-changing event. And you're processing that and you're looking at this baby, like, what does he need right now? What does he need? I just fed him. Why is he crying? You know? Um, yeah. So I, I like to be able to kind of walk through it with them, really walk right next to them in it. And I'm, I'm hoping um, that this year, as it's as it's turned around a little bit, um, working more on virtual connections, mm -hmm. um, you know, so that I'm not limited by my area of of work, yeah. my actual physical area, but also not limited by, um, you know, the restraints of you know, driving to a, 
home and, and coming back and being up all night. Um, you know, there's moms out there that can afford virtual coaching and, and someone where I'd be, you know, kind of on call, like just call mm. me because I had, I had my very first one. My very first virtual client was so exciting. Um, she called me right, uh, like 12 hours after she gave birth, she was still in the hospital and she was crying and she said, um, you know, breastfeeding was extremely just excruciating. And they yeah. said that they luckily caught it, that the baby had tongue tie and, and a lip tie. So that's where a little piece of skin is like shortened inside the mouth and the baby can't latch properly. And it, it can be very painful. Sometimes it's not, but it can be very painful for the mom. So she said, you know, they're going to do this um, revision, but they can't do it until tomorrow. And um, I said, okay, so what are you doing in the meantime? And she said, well, they're just telling me to just breastfeed. And I'm over there, well, you, well, you can't. <laughs> she said, well, she said, well, they gave me, you know, they, they gave me a bottle formula, but I don't, I don't want to give that to them. And she's so ahead for the past, like, say, I don't know how long it had been that she had been doing this. She'd just been breastfeeding them regardless. Yeah. She asked for a pump. They gave her a manual pump. Well, manual pumps are awful. First of all, they're not fitted to your body. Right. Yes. So this pump was just as painful as the breastfeeding. Right. <laughs> so she get rid of that. I'm not using that. And she just was crying, crying, crying. And I said, look, I, I know the lactation consultant had come in, but you know, they're on staff. They, they've got, you know, maybe 10, 20 people. They're in and out of rooms. They got to just make sure everyone's okay. And they're just, they're not there for you. They're just, right. I, I hate to say right. it. Right. But I was so glad she called me because I said, look, here's what you can do. You can hand express. Yes. She's over there. I didn't know. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. No idea. Okay. So I, I explained to her how to do that. I said, you express it into a little, to ask her for a little medicine cup. You'll be amazed. I said, you only need a tiny bit, like a teaspoon. Right. You, that's all this baby can take. She didn't realize that, you know, she's yeah. thinking of like a two ounce bottle kind of thing. Right, Cause that's right. how we think, you know, no, a couple, you know, teaspoon, a couple teaspoons. Um, you can feed that baby with a medicine cup. You can ask for, um, is it that they give you like a little like oh, a medicine dropper yeah. yeah and and put that in in his mouth like you can do this there's ways you can do this and i said do you have anything um for your damage <laughs> your nipple damage yeah. that said it was really bad um i said go have your husband go out and get the silver shields to put on in between breastfeeding or when yep. you're not expressing and and they just they just cover the nipple and they heal it they're just silver i don't know what the magic is but she again right. she how would she know this right right <laughs> nobody's gonna tell her this and so i was kind of able to come in and like rescue this situation in the moment um as opposed to her waiting till she got home and, and yeah. it just rough rough so those are the kinds of things I love to be able to do. Like, call me when you're pregnant. Let's get together, talk, yes. and see, you know, if we can set something up so that I am I am on call. I mean, I'll take your call any time of the day and night because I know that's sometimes when they come <laughs> in the night. I so wish I had a resource like you because so much of what you were saying about her experience, like, mirrored my own. Um, and 
you know, you're expecting the hospital staff to help you and you're not getting help and you're going, excuse me, short version of my story. My daughter was born around eight 30 in the morning. And I had told them in our birth preferences, like for me, I was like, breastfeeding's not off the table. I will try it. Just like, I get touched out. Like what, you know, there's no like underlying issue of trauma here that has caught. I'm just like, for me personally, makes me uncomfortable. I will try it. Please don't force it on me. So tried it. It was terrible. It was terrible. She's screaming. I'm screaming. You know, the, the lactation consultants in there, she's, you know, telling my husband, you got to grab her and you got to hold. And then I got like two people's hands on me. And I'm like, this is terrible. Like, this is not for me. I was right. This was not for me. Fast forward hours go by and I'm like, this baby hasn't eaten anything. I don't think she actually fully latched and got anything. She has not eaten 10 o'clock that night. I'm going, can, this isn't working. Somebody help us. She hasn't eaten. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, you know, and I had to like beg for formula because I, I'm not anti-formula and I'm, I'm just like, whatever you want to do to feed your baby, feed your baby. But like, I was like, this didn't work. Can you find me some formula? This was a baby friendly hospital. I say in air quotes, because <laughs> I feel like it was not at all mother friendly. Um, and I don't know how friendly it was when my baby hadn't eaten. And they're like, oh, we'll see if we can find some formula for you somewhere. It was like, I was asking her to like, go find a relic, you know, from ancient Egypt. I'm like, I'll oh, see if we can go find some. Anyway, a nurse that evening came in and she said, would you be interested in trying another way? And I was like, sure. She's like, can I show you how to hand express? And thank God for her. Cause if it wasn't her, like I would have been totally lost. It was just yeah. luck of the draw that I got that particular nurse who showed me that yeah. that wasn't even an option, you know? So had I had someone like you to call me like, this isn't working. <laughs> the helpers aren't helping. <laughs> made all the difference. You're right. You know, the luck of the draw, you might get one one good one that's on shift when you're yeah. there and then they leave yeah. <laughs> they go home and another one comes in and they're not the same type of, of nurse. Yeah. 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 So you don't know what you don't know. And then you have the baby and you know, you get support as someone comes in to, you know, they check on you at 3am. Good morning, mama. <laughs> that's not helpful. I need someone like this. <laughs> To actually provide yes, valuable insight. To remember is that they, you know, they're clinicians. They have their jobs. They're there yes. to make sure everyone's heart is beating right. Their breathing is steady. You know, um, you know, your your blood pressure is good. You're not tanking. You know, that's yeah. their job, and that's just about all they can do. Yes. <laughs> so, it's like, okay, if you just understand that, and that's another part of what I say to pregnant moms too is. Um, one of the biggest mistakes I see, well, I hate to call them mistakes, but misguided things is, um, and I did it myself, is asking the right question to the wrong person. Oh. When I was having trouble breastfeeding, um, I, the baby had his two week, my, my first one had his two week appointment at the pediatrician. So took him to the pediatrician and I was telling him all about my breastfeeding troubles. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, He's not a, a lactation consultant, right? right? So he's just kind of given me his, what, what happens when you ask the wrong person is you get their personal opinion because that's mm. all they've got. It's, it's not in his scope to solve those problems for me. So yeah. he's like, oh, you know, da, 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 and just gave me this sort of blanket, you know, 
personal opinion from a pediatrician who's, you know, happens to be a dad, but he certainly never breastfed. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. It was just wrong. <laughs> it just, it did not help. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So I see a lot of moms doing that. Um, and I can be the one to say, oh, you know what? That's a question. Here's what, here's what you want to do. You want to talk to a pediatric um, ENT for that. Because yeah. that's, kind of, that's the person who's going to be able to see if your baby has a lip tie or a tongue tie. And that's what it looks like to me. Or, you know, you're worried about sleep. You're worried about the baby's sleep. You know, I can give you lots of tips and tell you this is normal or that's not normal. But, um, you know, if you're coming up against trouble and and, an infant sleep specialist, that's who you want to talk to Mm. that are going to give you a plan for how to, you know, move forward. So there's always a specialist. I I call it the cabinet because, um, you know, the president the country does not have expertise in every right. area, right? He's right. just makes the decisions based on his advisors. So he has a, a ministry, he has a cabinet of, you know, secretaries of defense and education and energy and all that. So mamas need a cabinet. They need mm-hmm. a, a lactation consultant, a pelvic floor therapist, oh. an NCS, a, a pediatric dentist or a pediatric uh, gastroenterologist, you know, sleep specialists, all of these, I mean, you don't have to hire them all at once, but you, you want to have that prepared, you know, you want to meet them and talk to them and get um, recommendations for who in your area is the best for that. Because when you need them, you need them right away (laughs) and gotta be able to ask the right, the right person. I have two kids. Uh, my oldest is six and a half. So I've been at this a little while. My younger one is, we have a gap too. My younger one is 20 months and Never did anyone in my journey say, aside from find a pediatrician, because you need to be able to fill out the pediatrician space on the form before you take the baby home. Like no one ever told me to have any of these other resources, you know, not even just lined up just to even look into them. So yes, this is incredibly valuable what you're suggesting. And, uh, I had a conversation with a woman that I know who um, is a birth educator and she says she gets a lot of questions in her birth classes and she says, you know, she's like, my students are asking me to basically revamp the entire system. <laughs> you know, she's like, I'm sorry, this is what we have to work with. And no, I don't agree with it either. But like, here's what we can do. And I don't think our pregnant women are getting enough of that. And they're left to their own devices to find the support. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's rough. Yes. <laughs> In this day and age, that's, it's what's so surprising you know, there's so much, I mean, I, I, you know, had kids in, in the nineties. I mean, I didn't even have a phone, a smartphone, let alone, there was no Google, you know, right, at all. Right. And now there's so much more. And yet it, it, there's not, you know, right. because what we really need is connection. We need human connection and mm-hmm. we cannot get that in a Facebook mom group. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm I sorry. I am against the Facebook mom groups. I'll just say it right now. They're, oh, they're yeah. too, they're not, that's not connection. That's, no. that's and talk same. about bad advice and opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um, talk about out of scope. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they, you know, the, I mean, moms can be experts in certain things, but um, they really can only draw on their own experience, yeah. you know, and what worked for them. And that's okay, but it's not, um, it's not how you want to make your decision. You want to ask all the people, all the experts, and then make your own decision. Mm-hmm. And, um, I always say to moms, um, you know, you are not obligated to defend 
or explain your parenting choices to anyone at any time. Okay. So good. Do not do that. (laughs) Okay. You know, you're not into breastfeeding. Okay. How are we going to do this? Let's, let's work this. You know, I have had lots of moms who, um, and you know, that, that pendulum swings, right. Back in the fifties, it was like, Oh, you're going to breastfeed. That's, that's so archaic, you know, here, here's formula. It's much better, you know? And and now it's now the pressure's kind of the other way, like a formula. Why would you give that to your Mm, child? So, you know, the pendulum swings, we, we, we're all okay. (laughs) We all grew up. I had not a drop of breast milk and I, here I am a grown adult, you know, it'll all be okay. But, um, it's more important that, that you have the peace of mind and, and the confidence. And that's, that's, what's tough for moms is that confidence. You know, when you, Mm -hmm. when you come home with that baby, I mean, your brain changes, no doubt about it. Your brain changes, your body changes. Um, you, the biggest thing I, I speak from myself is the, the, all of a sudden this feeling of vulnerability and loss of control. Like you're not in charge of anything anymore. Not your own body, not your baby, <laughs> just <Right>. nothing. <laughs> it's like, you are just like thrown into this ocean. That's why I keep going back to that, you know, metaphor of like, either you're going to fight the tide or you're going to roll with the tide. <laughs> so oh, pick God. one that works for you. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, oh, I love what I do. I'm blessed. I am so blessed that I can do this for moms and with every client. I mean, there's been nights where it's been tough. You know, I'm sometimes I'm working five nights a week and mm-hmm. I need to replenish. Right. Um, but I'll be holding that baby in the middle of the night and just saying, thank God I can do this for her. She's sleeping. Mm-hmm. She's sleeping. And, and I, I know what it felt like to walk around with that baby and be sh- just in such a fog and so exhausted and crying and holding the baby and trying to get him to settle. And here I am able to do that with, you know, perspective. And I, I haven't just given birth and I'm just, you know, I'm awake and I'm, I, I'll hold you all night. I'll let, you know, whatever it takes to, to let mommy sleep. So that's huge. Just, yeah. You don't realize how important your sleep is until you're not getting it. And like (laughs) you said, the way your brain starts to malfunction, you're like, wait a minute. Like (laughs) I can just think of moments where I pause and I'm like, I literally have no idea what I'm doing, where I was going, um, what day it is. Uh, where's the baby right now? Did I just (laughs) wait the baby? You know, it's just on top of all the things your body is going through. It's like a whole layer. So just getting that rest. Yeah. I think it's an amazing resource to have if you've got the means to do it. And I think it's one of those things too, to really consider, and I'm totally out of touch with postpartum doula pricing. So um, take that with a grain of salt, but I feel like if you can look and see if you can swing it even for a little bit to give yourself a break, you know, it's so worth it just to be rested so you can function. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even virtually, you know, I can help moms with, with just tips for, for getting through those nights if I'm not there. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things. I mean, you'd be surprised. I, one mom, um, you know, she was, she'd get up at night, she'd go uh, sit in the chair in the room and breastfeed and, you know, get organize all the pillows and the stuff and you know it's it's a process right to get yeah. the baby in the right position to breastfeed and all that and um you know she was up for for an hour and then mm. go to sleep for an hour and then up for an hour and it's it's like anything you can do to minimize that 
um, I said to her, and, and I didn't have to be here for it, right? I wasn't, I wasn't there. I said, try, try lying on your side. I showed her the position, you know, with some pictures and um, just, you know, have your husband grab the baby, scooch him right next to you. You breastfeed lying down on your side. I said, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh my gosh, I tried. It was the oh best thing gosh. ever. I'm never going to breastfeed any other way. <laughs> you know, like, seriously, why not? I'm lying down. I'm not sitting <sighs> with my head down, my neck hurting, the, yeah. the pillows. And she just breastfed on her side. Oh. And it was lovely and, and natural and relaxing. Yeah. And she's, you know, she was scared. She said, well, if, what if I fall asleep that way? I said, you know, the way we have you positioned, as long as your bed's not real spongy, you know, it's not real soft. You've got a nice firm mattress. Your arm is up over the baby. So your arm is between the baby's head and the pillow. So you, there's no danger that he's going to scooch up under the pillow. I said, you know, it's okay. It's okay. If you doze off, it's okay. If you doze, yeah. You'll wake up and yeah. flip them over on the other side. He's breastfeeding on the other side. It's really okay. Um, yeah. So it's so great to be able to help moms like that. Like I said, even virtually, I can just give those pointers. You know? Yeah. And giving them permission, I think is huge. You know, I think sometimes we know the answers, but until we like read it somewhere else or hear it from someone else, then we think it's okay. But right. Is this okay? Is this okay? Is this okay? I hear that a lot. Yes. Everything is yes. Yeah. Everything is yes. It's okay. (laughs) I just have so much compassion for new moms after, because my, my world was totally rocked, you know, and I'm just like, you're convinced everything that you're doing is going to kill them. You know, you're like, oh my God, if I don't wake up when they're screaming and they, you know, go an extra hour without eating or whatever, like they will die like that, which that can definitely tip into, you know, postpartum anxiety and things that you may need to talk to a provider about, but you know, just in general, the, oh no, this happened. I've broken them for life and they're going to go to therapy over this and I'll never live this down. It's like a lot of times it's, it's that feeling that, you know, whatever I do is, is irreversible. Like, um, you know, giving them a pacifier. Oh my gosh, they'll be on a pacifier until they're five years old. Okay. Well, not if you don't want them to be right. (laughs) Right. You know, it's you're in charge. They, they, they can't work their fingers yet. Like you can take that pacifier away time, you know, well before they're able to, you know, say have anything to do about it well before they can walk over and pick it up themselves, you know, so let's, let's use this as a tool something that they do need in the first three months, they need this, they need that sucking, they need it. And if you're not breastfeeding and you're, and you're just bottle feeding, they need that extra sucking. Let's use it while we need it. And then by the time they're five, six months old, you know, throw it out. Yeah. It's in the garbage. It's not there anymore. (laughs) It's not a life sentence. You're not committing to anything for, yeah. They will, you know, Uh, maybe it'll be a day or two of them being fussy and you'll have to find something else for them to put in their mouth, a toy or a teether or something. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. It'll be okay. (laughs) It will be okay. It will be okay. And my favorite thing that I've seen is, and it's usually used in like breastfeeding versus formula or whatever. It's usually used in that context, but it's like, you know, at two years old, they're all eating chicken nuggets off the floor. So (laughs) it is what it is, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say to someone again, you know, if they're planning to have their first baby, 
and they don't know where to start. And just, you know, it can be information overload and you can fall down the rabbit hole and maybe they've taken the birthing class, but like, aside from the cabinet that you suggested, which is so wise, I wish someone had told me that, like, what else, what are some other pointers that you could give an expecting mom to kind of ease the transition into motherhood with a new baby? Um, you know, I, I personally, this is more of a personal thing. I don't know if it would work for everyone, but I, I look back and I think I really wish I had journaled mm. while I was pregnant um, and got in that habit and then had been able to journal while, you know, afterwards, because um, it's, it's amazing to look back on. And I have some things that I wrote while, while I was pregnant with my second, it was very important for me to, to write because I was so worried that my first one was going to be like left behind, you know? And, um, so I look back at that now and, and can go right back in, but for your own, um, to reconnect to yourself, try to do that journaling, uh, a little bit, even if it's two sentences a day, whatever. Um, journal while you're pregnant. I know it's asking a lot while you, when you have that new baby, but just even if it's a recording, let's say mm. on your phone, you know, oh my God, today was brutal. I I couldn't take it. I thought I was going to be done, you know, and then, but as you go through, you know, go through the good days too. go, go through the good times, mention the awesomeness. Oh my gosh. She smiled at me today. She smiled. I, I was the only one there to see it and I didn't have my phone, but she smiled at me and this was amazing. And it's, you know, July 23rd. And I mean, yeah. you can go back on those and you will be so, so pleased. Oh, yeah. I definitely didn't do that. That's a beautiful piece of advice. And, you know, it connects everything. It's, it's yeah. I think too, when you're having a rough day, I mean, at any point in your life, if you're writing things down, you know, if you just like let it all out and you're writing it down and then you look at the paper and maybe you've said some unkind things about yourself or your situation, just pausing to go, is that true? <laughs> I've got it out there and now I'm staring at it. It's looking back at me in the face. I've said all these unkind things about myself. Like, is that actually true? You know, and getting the muck out of your head and and then facing it and then moving through it, I think is also very powerful, especially in the beginning when you feel like you're failing. Like it feels like no matter what you're do, you you're doing, you're failing because again, you're exhausted and you're new to being a mom. Even if you're a second time mom, like you're not, you're new to having two children. You're new to this human. Right. And yeah, yeah. With, every, with every birth, you you become a new person. You, really, oh, totally. the mother is the birth of a new mother as well. I agree. Every time, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. I remember with my second daughter, um, uh, you know, having one birth and, you know, whatever under my belt, we were getting ready to leave. Like my husband was going to get the car and I'm trying to get her prepared to get into the car seat and everything. And she's screaming at me and she's screaming and she's screaming and she's, and I know everyone can hear her like on the floor. I know everyone can hear her. And I remember like the first time, if that happened to me, I would have been in a tizzy, but I remember looking at her and going, it's okay we're still getting to know each other. Like, this is all right. We're all good. Like, it's good. I'm not yeah. taking it personally. You shouldn't take it personally. <laughs> it <laughs> right. probably sounded crazy, but I'm like, it's all good. It's going to be fine. And one of the nurses did walk in like, everything okay? I'm like, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> we're fine. She's like, do you need anything? You know, it was just, I had much better um, hospital experience in, in nurses the second time, but you know, just like 
it's all okay. And like not taking it personally where, you know, and just setting down the self-judgment because we're all learning as we go. Yeah. Yeah. And it, <sighs> it, just, it doesn't make you a bad mom to say you don't, you don't, don't know what to do right now or you need, you need help. Yeah. Like that was kind of a thing with me because I thought, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable with babies. I won't have any problem. You know, some people are scared of babies. I wasn't. So I yeah. thought, ah, I'm, I'll be fine. And then when I couldn't do things like breastfeed, that's so normal and natural. Mm -hmm. I was just angry about that. <laughs> I was really angry. Like, why is this so hard? What, yeah. It's natural. Why can't I do it? Why can't I do it? And, and yeah. it was, it's rough. You know, I was pretty oh, rough my on myself for not being able to do it. And you know, yeah. now I look back and I think, you know what? He probably had a tongue tie for all I know. I didn't know yeah. about tongue ties. He probably yeah. had a tongue tie and I couldn't latch properly mm. and it never worked. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hot button issue for me because I am, again, pro whatever way you want to feed your baby. But it's like for something that's so natural for so many people, it's so challenging. And it's like, give yourself the permission that if it's not working, mm -hmm. find another avenue or seek the help or whatever. But like, there's nothing wrong with you if it's not working. And sometimes it doesn't matter what interventions you put in place. There's things out of your control and it just will not work for you. And it's all okay. And I see women beating themselves up. I have my very good friend just had her first baby and she was so prepared, you know, um, to the extent that you can be when you don't know what you're going into. And I just watching her step into motherhood has been so beautiful, but she hit a wall with her, her supply and it's messing with her, you know, and I, I'm glad I can be here in this space. I chose to pump, uh, exclusively pump with both of my daughters and I'm glad to be here in this space where I'm like, you have options and it's all okay. All of it's okay. You want a combo, you want a formula, you want to do this, you want to do that it's all fine. But if you're in a space where you don't have support, like someone like you or a sister or a family member or a friend who's had a baby in recent years to tell you it's okay, it can be so isolating and it can be really tough to navigate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's just like the last thing we need to do is beat ourselves up. So <laughs> exactly. Give yourself grace. Mm. Give yourself grace. So much grace for sure. Can you tell us about, I mean, you've explained your services, but if someone wants to work with you, what does that look like? Um, I would say virtually, I know locally you've got your, your postpartum doula service, but yeah, if our listeners are not local to you. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, I have a website, obviously, newborncareservices.com. And from there, um, what you do is schedule a free, um, like a zoom call with me. So we, okay meet face-to-face, -face, kind of get to know each other, talk for a little bit and see what what kinds of things you, you need or you think you need and what I can do for you. And then we can just set it up from there. We can do, you know, a one-time thing. I do a postpartum planning session. I could do mm. that one-off. Um, we can do a, a three-week, six-week, 12-week, you know, whatever kind of plan you want, however long you want me to be sort of on call. And then mm. we would do a weekly um, meet up a, a weekly zoom call, um, and then talk and text throughout the rest of the in between or, or however you want to set it up. You know, if you want to see me every day, <laughs> I'll be Aww. here, you know, so whatever, but I, I just like the idea of, of walking through it with you at, mm. in, 
in the time frame that you're experiencing it because yeah. you just can't remember all of the things, you know. Yeah. Is it okay? Is this is this too much spit up? Is this not enough spit up? Oh Why gosh. are they spitting up? Did I feed them too much? You know, these things just come up and my gosh, the color of the poop is like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that's a whole thing right there, you know. Oh my god. Send me pictures. I'm like, this is okay. So <laughs> You know, and, and, and why should you have to go on Google and, oh and my look God. Up you know, you get down right. this rabbit hole and you know what, you haven't looked at your baby in, in an hour and a half because you're, you're looking at your phone, worried about what the color of their poop. Like, just ask me. Oh my <laughs> <Tell> God. <you. laughs> yeah. As someone who has had two babies, like what an amazing resource just for someone to be Google for me. Like, uh, I have this question about this. Like, <laughs> do you think as a professional yes. like I'll look it up if I don't know oh how's that I'm your concierge <laughs> I can't tell you I, I can only imagine I wish I could I'm sure Google has tracked it what my because I was pumping so my husband and I would split duties in the night so like hooked up to my pump with my phone googling whatever I'm concerned about that day Gosh. with my exhausted brain you know like ooh, like like you said uh is this too much spit up or why yeah why are they doing this yeah I well, wish I had someone like you I, I do I do have uh, an exciting thing I'm working on um, that I, yeah. I'd love to share. Yeah, it will be uh, it's it's available now, but um, it's in pre-order right now. So I um, I was talking to you earlier before before we were online about this this year and how things have come into my life at yes. different times during this year that have just led me down this path, and I really feel guided. You know, I'm I'm Christian and I I. I'm a child of God and I, I live with that every day. I, I just live for, you know, putting me in service to people. Where, where can I be, where can I be of service to people? And this, this is my thing. So um, early in the year, I, I came across this um, Israeli startup company that um, I, I might have passed by if it weren't for, I think, someone over my shoulder saying, no, let's take a look. Because it, it seems sketchy, to be honest. So, you know, <laughs> foreign looking gentleman sends me a message on Facebook. I'm like, OK, what's this all about? But I I took a Zoom call with him and it turned out to be the start of a wonderful friendship, a wonderful man. He is a dad and uh, he has developed over the past three years a um, a tracking device sort of like a smartwatch for babies so it um it, it attaches to their um to their like onesie on their oh. um, right where their belly is okay and it's it's all been through all the you know safety tests and all that so it's it's approved and all that but um, it's basically artificial intelligence. So it's, it learns your baby. It learns your baby's sounds. It learns their cries. Uh, it, it tracks, like, you cannot believe that if you, if you're familiar with the outlet, you know, yeah. little sock, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a peace of mind sometimes when mom wants to sleep and, you know, make sure the baby's still breathing. Like yeah. it's basically, you know, they're breathing and their heart's beating and that's it. This thing tracks the air quality around your baby. It tracks the noise level. It tracks how many words your baby hears every day. Wow. How much singing your baby hears. Huh. Um, tummy time. It tracks tummy time. If they're on their tummy and they're not moving, it sends you an alert. 
if they're on their tummy and they're playing, they're moving, it tracks it as great job. You had tummy time today for wow. seven minutes, you know, it tracks everything. Wow. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's going to have a feature where you can, uh, it has a free app. The app is amazing. Um, and it, and it has reports on the app. So it's going to tell you, like, you can say, how much tummy time did he have this week? How much singing did my baby hear in the past three days? How many words, you know, so much. And, and there's, I mean, there's so much to it. I can't even say in, in, in a few minutes, but yeah. Anyway, this device is coming to the market in November. Of Interesting. This and um, right now uh, I am um, helping as a sort of liaison to bring this Israeli company into the U S and we are traveling um, throughout the Northeast in the fall to um, share it with, with basically with baby experts and with moms. So yeah. uh, I, as, as a, a lead in the baby expert department, um, you know, talking with friends of mine who um, I know can share it with their clients. And, but the key here for like, for me, the key was I was looking into doing, you know, starting virtual help. This device, if people have it and they have the app and they have all the data on the app, which by the way is completely private, and they do not sell the sell it to Pampers or uh, they do not sell yeah. the information at all. Thank you for yeah. saying that. I was wondering. <laughs> a big thing for me, like, well, okay, what are you doing with all this? A lot of data. Yeah. A lot yeah. of data. Um, so that's that's private, but I can have access to it. So in the app, folks will have access to me and other baby experts, their cabinet, their, you know, yeah. who's a baby expert can be on this app for free. Um, so sleep specialists, um, you know, lactation consultants, all of it. And then they can give me access to their data. So I can take a look and see, oh you know what, your baby had no tummy time in like four days. And not, not that I would say it that way. Of course, <laughs> I, of course. Yeah. Be, but, you know, I can look at the data and say, you know, oh, you know, you're having trouble with um, a lot of spit up. I think what you, what you might want to try is uh, incorporating a lot more tummy time during the day mm -hmm. because they need to strengthen those certain muscles that they, that they strengthen when they're in tummy time. And that's going to help with the spit up. So like, I will be able to take the data and interpret it for them because oh, they oh can do that, you know, yeah. and there's going to be a feature where you talk, you tap it and you say, I breastfed for 10 minutes on the right side, or you tap it and you say, really big poop today. We had a blowout at 10 o'clock. <laughs> you tap it and you say, well, you know, whatever. And you don't have to get your phone out and open the app and mm. find space and you just tap it and, and speak it. And it goes right into the app. I mean, this, this product is like mind blowing wow. <laughs> and it's my life in the beginning of this year. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is, this is the year for this. It's, it's really cool. That's so, so I want to share that with you because it's yeah. really in process and probably when this airs, um, it'll be uh, November 20th is the, okay. of the International Day of the Child. And that's when it's going to be released. I um, pre-ordered that right now already. So, oh, really? Um, that's one thing. And then, as I said, if you are a baby expert and you want to be part of uh, listed on the app, that's totally free and you can do that. Oh, cool. So. 
Yeah. So wow. all those things reach out to me and I'll, I would love to, you know, share more information about it with you. It's so been, interesting. Yeah. It's been an amazing year of going through this. Um, as I said, with this, with this company, then, then they're, they're coming over, they're flying over pretty soon. And we're going to start touring and, and sharing it with, with people. Wow. We want to do it in small communities. You know, we're not gonna, um, you know, just put it on Amazon and yeah, put it in the baby store. We're just not, that's just not how this is going to work. It's going to mm-hmm. be a small, um, community building exercise. So I want to start in my community, you know, with a group of, of moms and baby experts and, kind of start a movement, you know, let's use AI for good instead of evil. (laughs) Yeah, uh, right. It can be scary, right? And some people are really freaked out by it. Um, But um, this is this is a wonderful tool, I think. Yeah. And a a way to get the get the data into the experts hands to interpret for you and have answers for you. Yeah, I think the implications of this could be so huge, especially if you have a huge data set to pull from and recognize patterns and things. And who knows what this could lead to. I will tell you, baby is crying because they're tired or hungry or uncomfortable or in pain. Can you imagine knowing that as a new mom? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. From my point of view, you know, back here, like I could look at the baby and tell you right now, I know what that cry means, but you know, new mamas, they don't know. They don't know. Right. Right. This this will know. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Y'all. It's about about to, it's, oh my gosh. I can't imagine how beneficial even just the, I mean, there's, there's a lot of features there, but even just the things where it's tracking the things for you that like, I was like early on pen and paper, like with my daughter, like she ate it this time, she ate this much, da, 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 da. like then we went to like a shared document and I made sure my husband, like, did you access the spreadsheet? Did you fill out the spreadsheet? Like, yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Even like giving the medicine, right? Oh like, yeah. Oh, that's scary. What do you mean? You didn't give it to me. I gave it to her. What, what, what time? What did I you didn't write it down yeah yeah that's another whole issue is the whole you know partner relationship and (laughs) another whole podcast (laughs) that's a whole podcast in itself amen oh my gosh wow that's so interesting and so exciting and I love the way when we before we started recording how you're like the things have just kind of come to you and it's like that's when you know you know and if it if it so long as it feels good when it does come to you that you know, it's going to be really magical. So that's exciting. I'm really interested to watch that unfold. Um, where can people find you? Are you on social media? Um, how can they follow you? I'm on social media as newborn nanny 716. So 716 for anyone who isn't in the 716, that's our area code here okay. in Buffalo. <laughs> so Got we're it. 716ers. Um, newborn nanny 716 on um, Instagram. And again, my, my website is, you know, full of information and, and how you can get a hold of me, newborncareservices.com. And email is simple, Deanna at newborncareservices.com. Love that. And, and please reach out. I'm, yeah. I'm right here. I'd love to hear from anyone. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that you just, 
you're available. Um, if someone started and they're like, I think maybe just one session, that is what I need. And then they're like, wait a minute, I think I need more. Is it easy enough working with you to sure. acquire additional time with you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Even and- with my clients like oh I think I'll have you for two weeks and then how much longer can you stay (laughs) please don't leave sure sure and if anyone listening is in the Buffalo area do you have space in your schedule right now for additional clients I do I do I do I book up quickly I'm sure so right now I'm booked through February of 24 but it's not full-time so I I have space for one more overnight client okay Okay. Um, but you know, someone calls and they just snatch me up and I like, <laughs> I'm sure. Also, it, it does go quickly if I get I'm that. Sure. Um, I remember with my firstborn, like Googling, once I realized what like a nighttime doula was, I was like, how much does that cost? How quickly <laughs> could it? And of course it was like at the, t- at the time we were like, nope, no, 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 no. But now, now knowing what I know now. Yeah. I wish I would have done it. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, I mean, some moms, they have me, you know what they grandma pays for it. Amen. (laughs) Grandma. Not going to do it. You know, Um, they have, or they have me, you know, they have a budget for it. They have, you know, maybe they have $2,000 they set aside and like, what will that get me? You know, and then we space it out and, and then they just have that like relief that overnight once a week for a few weeks that they know will get them through. So there's, yeah, there's a lot of ways to do it. I would say, even, even though saying what I just said, concerned about the cost at that time, you know, the whole, even just having a baby, we're concerned with the cost of everything, but I wish I would have gifted myself that even if it was, you know, a couple of nights, cause it would have made such a difference. And I think it would have, um, changed the trajectory of my journey in the first year and some of the junk that I had to navigate. Exactly. I mean, this one uh, makes me think this one mom who had me the first night she was home and she had, she had trouble latching, just trouble latching all night. And, and I gave her the, you know, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. Things she didn't even know she could do. Like the baby mm. was screaming wide open mouth, right? Which is what you need, but would not close his mouth. But the, you know, the boob was right there. And <laughs> I said, okay, express a couple drops and get a couple drops on his lip. Boom. That's all he needed. And she was like, I never would have thought to do that. I would have had a bottle in his mouth by now because I so, you know, freaked out about he's hungry and he won't eat. Why won't he eat? He just doesn't know yet. He doesn't know that it's right there. You, You know, you give him a little hint and he's like, Oh, okay, this is good. So like changing the trajectory, right. From that night on, she knew she could do that. Yeah. Even if I never came back again, yes. it was huge. And I know too, um, there's a lot of, and I only know this because of the area that we moved to that we're currently in. We're not from this area originally moved here a couple of years ago, but they have a local organization um, that provides a lot of free services to moms in the first 12 weeks. So maybe, you know, if something like this is not doable for you right now, look in your area to see what organizations there are. Um, a lot of them will accept a small fee. Um, there's one here that provides visits weekly through the first three months for free. It's usually other moms, trained volunteers. Um, but even then, you know, a mom could say, Hey, I had this problem too. Like, you know, let me point you towards some help or have you tried this? You know, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, we definitely have that here in Buffalo. It's called the uh, Buffalo Postpartum and Perinatal Network, I believe, BPPN. Um, so in the Buffalo area, we have that. And and it's a nonprofit um, yeah. and it does send folks out to the home, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. So there's something like that in your area. Just, you know, you just yeah. want to look for it and look for and it. Get it. Look for it before. <laughs> before. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know this one around us fills up really, really quickly and they're always looking for, you know, new volunteers to train, but you know, you don't have to do it alone, whether you want to pay for help or accept volunteer services, like you don't have to do it alone. Absolutely. This has been so lovely. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom. We'll make sure that everyone knows where to find you if they want to work with you or just use your resources. I'm sure you're putting juicy stuff out on your, on your um, website and your socials. So we'll connect Great. everybody with you. Great. Thanks Thank for you, being here. Shannon, it was, it was a pleasure. I can't believe it's been an hour already. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. yeah. It was great talking to you and yeah, definitely keep in touch. Yeah. Keep in absolutely. touch and we'll talk, chat again, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Deanna. Hey there, friends. So while we normally have our offers shared during the interview, I do batch interviews. So what you've heard today is actually recorded a couple months ago, but we have a hot off the press offer from Deanna. She just rolled in to my DMs this morning, so I have to share it with you. She has created a membership called Fearless Mothers, and it is a group coaching offering uh, where you will be arranged into a cohort by your baby's due date. It is a monthly commitment. So month to month or a six month commitment. But if you DM her at newborn nanny 716 on Instagram, that'll also be in the show notes for your reference. If you DM her the word fearless, F-E-A-R-L-E-S-S, you will get one month free on the membership. If this sounds interesting to you to help you build your support cabinet, jump on it. Hot off the press offer just for you. Thanks again, Deanna, for being here. That was just so informative. And if you are pregnant or planning to become pregnant, I really want you to consider some of the options that Deanna had discussed. And if you've looked into the cost of postpartum um, care outside of your standard care or a doula or you know a night nanny, night doula, any of those things, I really want you to weigh the cost and the benefit and what the outcome and the gains may be for you and you know see if it's something that as you know Deanna suggested maybe you set a budget for and you say hey this is how much I've got for this what are my options because sometimes just one or two good full nights rest through the use of a night doula can make all the difference so yeah, I, I really encourage you um, to explore your options and gift yourself some additional care. The system here in the States does not provide good postpartum care at all. I'm just going to say it. If you've been listening, you've heard it before. The support is not at all what it should be. If you look at other countries, there's just so many more options and things in place to help take care of the moms just as much as we take care of the babies here as mamas 
after birth we need to be nurtured and cared for as well so i'd love for you to consider that you know and there are ways where you can fund these things um you could look at your budget and and maybe build yourself a buffer uh i'm going to roll out a really great resource on helping um those of you who are concerned about paying for unpaid leave how to fund that and you know if that part is not a concern um you could still use some of these same tools to maybe fund your postpartum care that's not covered by your insurance so just some options for you i think you owe it to yourself to at least consider the possibility of some postpartum support and my free 18 page maternity leave planning guide is available the link is in the show notes it's 18 pages of tips and tools to help you create an aligned plan that honors your needs first over your employers there's some really good stuff in here even if you've already had a baby before and you just know you want to do maternity leave differently and there's even some tips in there that may be beneficial if uh, you're a stay-at-home mom and you know you're not returning to work after having a baby. So good stuff in there for everybody. Completely free. Link is available in the show notes. Or if you know somebody who is in the stage of life, I would be so honored if you would share it with them as well. Until next time, come hang out with me on socials over on Instagram at having a mom moment. Also on Facebook at having a mom moment. Although admittedly, I am much more active over on Instagram. If you love the podcast, please help us spread the word by following or subscribing and rating it. If you feel so inclined, please remember you are amazing. You are loved. And in case no one else has told you, I am so proud of all of the work you're doing, mama. You're so awesome. Have a great day.